damn, I feel like that's a really stressful mindset to kind of like to take on, bro. Like, I, I get it. I definitely, definitely do, bro. But like, this is this is pretty much like the the key thing. Hip Hop Hustle Podcast, man. You heard it here first. He's not playing. No, Aaron's not playing. No fucking game. You got your ear to the streets, man. Much love to all the people down under. And make sure y'all follow the Hip Hop Hustle podcast, man, because they're giving y'all nothing but the real shit. But yeah, man, appreciate the intro, bro. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's kick it off. Shout out to the whole Hip Hop Hustle podcast. What's up with it? It's official. For the first time ever, we have Hip Hop Hustle podcast merch. From hoodies to T-shirts to hats and even slides, go to the hiphophustlepodcast.com to get yours. Alrighty. There we go. Welcome to the Hip Hop Hustle podcast. I'm extremely excited about my next guest, the one and only Jay Wop. Uh, been doing some amazing things. You just dropped a single first date you also had a single outside drop this year as well and you've also had three projects uh i think it was two eps and an album as well was it two albums i think it's two eps and an album that dropped um it was two albums and an ep yeah two albums you and got an EP. Swade, corduroy and so soon so you've been dropping a lot of music you're getting obviously a lot of hype but how does it feel obviously you know now that you're getting recognized for the music that you're putting out um it feels good definitely bro but like being honest like uh i just i really try to stay level-headed you know what i mean and not only only thing that um the attention does for me is it just it it lets me know like okay boom like we're getting what we're shooting for in the aspect of like okay we got people listening now other than that i try to stay focused i try to stay in the studio and i try to keep making more of the stuff that started getting me attention anyway like it if that makes sense, of course. Yeah, I always think it's weird because it's like you start getting attention and then you're like, oh, holy shit, what was that? What was it about like that song or that project that really resonated with people? And it's almost like this weird place that you get into that you're like trying to find the keys to your success again. Yeah, well, I mean, see that? Like I've, I'm, I'm such a hip-hop head, bro, and I've watched so many like hip-hop documentaries and interviews and that place that you're talking about, like a lot of artists, how they describe it, that's the point where they they start to go through this difficulty because they feel like they're losing themselves. Because now um, you're not doing what you were doing before. Before, like you were just you were going in the studio and then you were just making what you felt like was the best music. You know what I'm saying? Like for you to make at that time, like, and that's what got you that recognition. But it's like once you start trying to intentionally recreate moments and stuff like that and keep trying to live in those same moments, that's where everything kind of like loses that special touch. So um, I'm I'm really trying not to think too deep into that. And I'm just trying to keep making music and just let it come to me. So there's definitely been a few oh shit moments, but, you know, you just got to kind of let them happen. Let the storm calm a little bit and just like get back to how you actually think. So do you think that stops a lot of artists from reading their, reaching their potential? They start to see a little bit of the success. They start to see a little bit of the, the, the recognition. And then all of a sudden that's what they become obsessed with. I mean, yes, but like, yes and no, you know, because I mean, there's people that I genuinely do feel like they do that for healthy reasons. Like in their mind, it's just like, okay, I figured out something this worked. So with this being this being the product that's given me the most success up to this point, I have to keep trying to do this same thing over and over and over when like, you know, like whole time you you probably made that moment that everybody loved, like just by accident or on a whim. You know what I'm saying? Like anyway, like it's it's the overthinking game that like every artist gets plagued by. Like it's something we all deal with, but it's. There's a there's a place for it. Overthinking to an extent, regardless of what anybody says, it is healthy as an artist to a very small extent. But um, it's knowing where to keep that in terms of like placement in your mind can never be at the forefront. Yeah, I think there is like this, as you said, happy middle ground. But how do you balance it? Like for your for yourself personally, how do you find that balance of like letting yourself overthink enough 
but not letting it become a habit. So that's all you do. I mean, you just gotta, I, I, I try to view everything in the big, bigger picture. Like I always go back to being a consumer first. So it's like, all right, in the grand scheme of things, yes, we're getting more attention. Things are going a little bit better, but it's like, it's, you know, it's not, it's not out of here, you know what I mean, yet. So with that being the case, it definitely makes um, the idea of keeping a grasp on things like a lot a lot easier. So I just try to keep doing the same things that I felt like I was doing before, just going to the studio, having fun, creating, you know what I'm saying? And more importantly, like creating with my friends and just letting all of that come naturally. So I feel like I'm doing, I feel like I'm doing the same thing. Yeah, I think that's the healthiest way to do it i think people forget about that on the way they're like make a track it pops off and then they're obsessed with trying to recreate that track and i think that's what happens when you see a lot of one hit wonders they make yeah one hit it blows up and then every fan and that's what they're known for and everyone's like i want more of that and it's like well how do i create a song that i didn't even realize i created at the time like right and then you try to intentionally do it and there's something false about the intentionality behind a hit. Exactly. So it's just like, you know, like the, the small scale of success in which it is that I'm seeing, I try to, I try to take that at face value and think about the people that, that get a smash, like a song that goes number one and nobody's, nobody knows much about you yet. You know what I'm saying? And suddenly you have the biggest song in the world. Like, what do you do? You know what I mean? If, especially if you're early on, like in your career in all actuality, regardless of like when things hit, if you haven't been making music super long, um, you still don't even fully understand yourself as an artist yet. So it's just like if something works, you know, and it's 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 massive. It's like the next thing it really does does feel like the next thing has to be massive or I failed. You know what I mean? So that's 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 something scary to think about too. And you know, that's one of those things that's like, it's a gift and a curse for it to happen. So I try to be thankful of, you know what I mean? Like the the position that I am in now, just because I feel like uh, everything that's happened, it's just kind of given me like a, a peek through, you know what I mean? The curtains of what things can be, you know what I mean? Well, let me ask you, what would you do if you were in that position? Like a song blows up, it's the biggest overnight. And all of a sudden, like, you've got at least some projects behind you. But, like, mm-hmm. what would you do if that were to happen tomorrow? You got to capitalize. And um, I feel like uh, like a, a good example of somebody that uh, that capitalized on, like, a, a massive song out of nowhere. Um, Lil Nas X is a good example. Like, he, he had a really big song. And then after that, what do you do? You start You start collaborating with other people and stuff like that and almost doing things that are still still super worthy of recognition but in the grand scheme it buys you time to actually map out your next move and to have that similar belief that you had in the one that was out of here you know what i mean i feel like that's the smartest thing to do is just try to try to capitalize and capitalize doesn't always mean the same thing for everybody for one person it could be um a project it could be going on a feature run it could be dropping another song so it's just capitalizing however i feel like uh it makes sense um, based on how things came about for me and where things are at. You know, I feel like I'd know what to do in that situation. So I just trust myself. I feel like collaborating is a good move because you almost mm-hmm. get the, the sign off from other artists to be like, this is real. Exactly. 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 And then, uh, you know, if you have something massive, um, it almost allows you to skip steps in the process. So if like you go straight to the top, obviously, you have a lot of access to the people that are doing things at a similar level. A lot of the people that are at the top of the charts, if you if you just beat them out, you know what I mean, for the number one this past go around, they're 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 probably gonna be a lot more willing to do business with you because it definitely seems beneficial to them and they're not always just being the benefit, you know. So collaborating definitely is a is a smart move, but it's again, it just depends on it depends on the person, it depends on the career. Uh, just there's a lot of things that a lot of external factors that it just is is subject to before you make a move. And that's why you see the same artist collaborate with the same artist all the time. 
Yeah. Like once yeah. they find someone that they like or respect and feel like there's mutual benefit, then they just keep working with them. Yeah. Or it's like, it's, it's, it's literally like, like 21 Savage and Drake, for example, you know, that's another example. 21 Savage definitely had um, success on his own. You know what I mean? He had a lot of success on his own, but then, um, once you've worked up this amount of success that you had and you're able to leverage it now, you're able to do business and build relationships with people like Drake, who is the biggest artist of our generation. You know what I mean? So, of course, if you guys do something together and it it strikes, he's going to want to continue to do business with you as well. You know, so it's just doing what makes sense and trying to leverage yourself. Well, let me ask you, how do you feel about Drake being the biggest artist of our generation? Like, as you um, said, you're a hip-hop head. Uh, you obviously follow it all. But, like, you know, there's no denying he's a fantastic artist. Like, there mm-hmm. is no denying what he makes is unbelievable. But when we say the best of our generation, do you feel like that's a, on a fan level? Do you think that's on a skill level? Like, where does that come from? Well, I'm saying he's the biggest artist of our generation. And... um uh, he, he he definitely is because you got to think Drake is extremely, he's global. He's global. You can go anywhere in the world and I guarantee you um, people there know who Drake is, you know, uh, very, very much so like, um, but that's being the, the biggest artist of our, of our time, you know what I'm saying? Or the best artist of our time is totally different from being the best rapper of our time. Like the best rapper, I feel like, um, of our generation, you know what I mean? And you could probably argue him for whatever you'd like to. Um, Kendrick Lamar is the best rapper of our generation. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like Drake is the the biggest, the biggest, and you could argue him being the best artist specifically of uh, our generation, just because, you know, the longevity of the run and uh, the consistency of it. But Kendrick, in my opinion, is hands down the best the best rapper uh he's the best thing that happened to hip-hop specifically in the last decade or more i'd say you know um and that's coming from somebody that is a super j cole stand you know what i mean you know i agree with you i agree with you on both fronts i think and drake has mass appeal in the sense of he does it all and he just seems to blend within genres he really is a fantastic artist but i think that Kendrick is the best artist that we've seen in our generation. Like just his album runs, his lyrical content. He seems to be able to create projects that are all different from one another, but all have conceptual ideas to them. And he just seems to be in his own lane. Like he just, I don't know. When you listen to his music, you're like, that's Kendrick. Like he doesn't seem to follow trends. He just makes, his own music and that's what makes him really stand out but see drake drake usually he whatever trend that can that that can be buzzing but buzzing or bubbling you know what i'm saying at any point drake he can take that and he can he can participate in whatever it is that he wants to sonically and do it at the highest level but when i'm saying the greatest artist it's things like you've written you've written for um Things like uh, you've written a number one for Alicia Keys. You've written for, you know what I'm saying? There's just so many things that go way more than uh, like it goes, it goes, it goes, it goes really deep. And Drake's been doing it for such a long time. So artist, artist wise, I'm giving that to Drake. But the greatest rapper, I would say, of our generation and probably beyond is Kendrick Lamar, hands down. That's definitely I can see what you say, what you're what you're saying for sure. But I feel like it's just it's subjective. Neither one is the wrong answer i feel like there's not a wrong answer in that it just depends on you know what i mean the type of person that you are and where you put them but personally i got drake artist kendrick best rapper you know yeah well i think this is a common misconception among people who like get in the genre early is like they being the best rapper doesn't make you the best artist necessarily like they're two almost different skill sets of like Mm -hmm. there are people who are just like have killer bars. They make amazing, amazing lyrical content. They're just awesome rappers, but then they struggle to create good songs. Artistically. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I do have Kendrick, uh, regardless, it would be Kendrick is, he's an amazing artist as well. Like his artistic eye and his touch in that, that realm specifically 
is definitely otherworldly too. So he's he's in in terms of our generation, he's he's definitely top two. You know what I mean? It's really just the conversation of those two for that specific thing. So I agree with you on that for sure. Do you think that people struggle because they, especially rappers, you know, you grow up thinking about lyricism, you thought th- grow up thinking about bars, you you think about all the greatest rappers of all time. And it's all about these multi-syllable rhyme schemes. It's all about how complex they can make it and how simple it can sound. But do you feel like they just don't partner with the right people to help them create songs? Like I look at someone like Biggie and I'm like, so many, like just he's so dense lyrically, but he made songs. Like they sound good. He yeah, had the he right people in his, cor- in his corner to be able to like give him the rapper tracks, but also give him like the the mass appeal tracks. Yeah, but see, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to you. I do I do I do slightly disagree that Biggie's 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 lyrical content is that it can be a lot of the hits were. I would say that, but it's like that's that was kind of like the that was like the uh, what's the what's the word that I'm looking for? That was like the formula, you know what I'm saying? Like during that, it still kind of is today, you know what I mean? If you think about it, but um, when it comes down to like the type of rapper that you are or who they partner with, it all comes down to like what intrigues the ear. I feel like how you get your sound and how you get your start, a lot of that has to do with the music that you felt like really connected with you and captivated, which why just for whatever reason it just it just balanced with your mind so that's going to be a lot of people's start you know what i mean and you build based off of that like you know like uh how one like you got you got hip-hop artists that are like kendrick you know what i mean and then you have hip-hop artists that are like griselda they're polar opposite but they they're both really good at what they do you know what i mean but it's just like where are you trying to associate yourself how are you trying to associate yourself so it's like as a consumer, sometimes I do have to remember just because, okay, if this is if this doesn't sound like this or this doesn't sound like that, it doesn't necessarily make it bad. These two dudes could be going for two totally different things. You know what I mean? What's yeah. for us is and what's not isn't. Yeah, I agree. What influenced you? Like you said that the the things that influence you almost like inspire you and make you feel like that's what you want to create. What was it for you that sparked that journey? Well, um, there's like a couple things that I, I I can that I feel like I'll always remember. So I feel like they they have a lot to do with like uh, my my love for hip hop. I think um, the first the first song I ever like really loved from hip hop for real, and I knew the 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 whole song. It was uh it was it was one mic by Nas. I think I was like I was like four, right, Dad? Something like that like four or five, something like that. Yeah, I was like really, really young. Other than that, I remember always thinking um, Big Boy from Outkast, the way that he rapped, some of the words that he picked and how he put certain things together. I just always thought that shit was so cool. Like, so um, I feel like uh, those two, those two bases of my memory are things that really like kind of got it going, but what really put the battery in my back and made me want to start doing it, it was a, uh, it was a lot of the early J Cole stuff. Like during like J Cole's like mixtape run, that was the shit that I was just like, okay, now I feel like I at least have somewhat of an idea of um, an angle that I can take to get this stuff out. Because J Cole was kind of like one of the first people that uh, I was exposed to at. I guess you could say at an age when I was discovering a lot of things about myself that uh just just kind of made me realize like, oh, okay. So to be able to be in hip hop, I don't have to be like this. I don't have to be like that. I could literally just like, just talk about what my day was like. It just depends on how I say it. You know what I mean? So those, those, those things are probably the fondest memories that I have in terms of like giving me my start. Yeah. You know, it reminds me of this question my brother asked me a while ago, which was, do you think, you've listened to the best song you've ever heard already. Like, do you think you've listened to the song that the, like the best song that you'll ever hear in your whole life? Have you already listened to that song? And yeah. I feel like that at least 
once every other year, bro. And I feel like that's a really good thing. You know what I mean? Just because, like, that just means your standard of that um, could either be changing or, you know what I mean, you're hearing things put together in a way that you didn't that you didn't know was possible before, you know? So I feel like I felt that way a few times, man, like definitely a few times. Cause like, I like to think as the eternal optimist, like, no, I haven't heard the best song that I'll hear in my life. I like the idea that I'm going to hear that in the future. But then I look at, you know, my parents and I look at the generation before me and I'm like, well, they love their generation's music. So in their view, that's the best generation of music. So in a weird way, they have already listened to the best music that they'll ever hear, potentially because they're not used to it or they're not open to it. But like if you talk to those generations and that's almost undeniably the feedback that you get from most people. Because we're speaking from love though. Like you got to think, bro, like um, a lot of just like what you said, you know what I mean? Like, your your parents, their favorite music is their generation of music. Why is that most likely? Because they have a lot of memory, a lot of love, a lot of things attached to that that they are all, always going to remember for the rest of their life. You know what I mean? So these songs are are things of significance. You know what I'm saying? Oh, when I hear this song, I remember X, Y, and Z was happening or this was, you know what I mean? Like, so I feel like that's gonna be that's gonna be something that is consistent regardless of what generation it is that you go to. But to an extent, like, I definitely feel like I'm the same type of optimist just because, like I was saying, I feel that way every other year. I know I'm going to feel that way again in another couple of years and a couple of years after that. You know what I mean? Just because you never know who you are at any given point in time and what you think is going to be what you think is the best song. It just has a lot to do with the with the place that you currently are like as a person. Well, I think then it means that you should constantly have music to help you remember your memories. Yeah. Like yeah. music's the backdrop of your life in a weird way. We all got to so, have a soundtrack for sure. Yeah. And so maybe that's the key to it all is like constantly keep listening to different music so that different music reminds you of certain places in your life. And you can almost go back and be like, I remember listening to this and then this and then this, and this is like the story of how it all happened. It's an audio book of memories, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's definitely a perfect way to put it. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Does that influence the way that you make your own music? Do you think about it as, like, the story of your own life? Sometimes yes, and sometimes no. Um, I feel like that type of intention, um, me personally, I only take that type of intention into like albums or, you know what I mean, like thought out projects. Other than that, sometimes you might just go in the studio and just get and capture one of those moments and you're just having fun and it might not, it might not be the deepest record ever, you know what I mean? It might not be the one that resonates with the soul that 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 much that day, but um, it still serves as something and it still might might do something for people. So it's something that you want to put out, but it might not be, super prevalent to your life at, at that specific second you know what I mean but um you know like sometimes you know you can hear something that triggers even even if like today I can hear if, if, if a beat is presented the right way it might make me think about you know what I mean something from three years ago or whatever it is you know it just all it just it just all depends so I take that intention into like albums other than that if I'm not really in album mode man I just Again, I just take things at face value. I just go in the studio, man, and just try to do what's what's best for the production. I try to do the production justice the best way that I can. I think it's hard. Like, I don't know. It feels difficult to come up with an idea and then force yourself to do it. Like, you know what I mean? I think that is one of the challenges with albums is, like, you come up with a concept and then you have to write it and execute it and make it work like i start i've started writing every single day this year not mm. hip-hop but just writing about like my thoughts ideas and there are some days where i like go in and i'm like i'd like to discuss this or i'd like to write about this but my thoughts are just not there i can feel it in the pen that like i just can't get there so i have to pivot and write about something completely different because it hasn't sat in the back of my mind yet i haven't let it 
just like build for long enough. No, I get you. I get you. But see, you know, like with with albums, most of the time, you know what I mean? Like if you have a concept uh, like a, a conceptual idea that you're confident enough in. Um, if that confidence is, you know what I'm saying? If you can think of like somewhat of a loose, you know what I mean? Idea of how things would play out in terms of that, then you're allowed to have bad days. You can go to the studio, you know what I mean? And things might not, things might not resonate, you know, or just like when you're writing or whatever it is that that subject or whatever it is that you're talking about, it might not be hidden, you know, but you just, you come back to it, you know, like, you, you know, as a writer, I feel like, you know, when you have something worthy building around, especially when you do it long enough, you already know, you know, it's just like journalists, journalists know when they got a story, you know what I mean? You might not have all the pieces, but I know I got the story here. You know what I mean? I know it's, I know it's here, you know, like I, I took me about a year to make Corduroy, the project that I dropped. It took me a while. Like I started working on it right after I dropped Sway and, some things just weren't hitting when they were supposed to, but there was just this six month period to where everything was just coming together. But I wouldn't have got there if I gave up on it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like trusting the the small idea that you have that it that it can become something bigger. You know what I mean? And that's kind of where I am now, like going into the process of the next one. Did you find it frustrating when you were like, I know what I want to do and I'm like, but it's just not feeling right or it's not hitting? No, it was fun. It was fun, man, just because like, you know, um I like I like I like I like putting that hat on, you know what I'm saying, to like having to find the pieces to the puzzle, you know what I mean? And sometimes it means bringing in another another mind and you know, you guys are thinking about these things together. That person might change. You just you got to do what's right for the moment, you know what I'm saying? And there's definitely fun in that. When I look back now, you know, as much as I was running around and scrambling like crazy, I feel like that project became what it was because of how I was working. I was here, I was there, I was doing this, I was doing that. I was living so much life and I had so much to talk about. It was fun, but at the end of the day, it was all going into the intent of creating this project. I would have never done any of that, you know? How did it feel to let it go? Like, because as you said, you've been working on a project for a year. So it's like your baby, you become so close to it you become really invested in it and then at some point you have to let it go and it goes out into the ether. What's that feeling like of like, because people, like a single is different. You just, you can yeah. work on a single. It's it's quicker. It's way easier. But like this has real thought, has real concept. You've really been ruminating. As you said, you're running around. It was fun. It was enjoyable. It was tough. It was all of those things. And then all of a sudden it's gone. I imagine, I imagine because I don't have any children. I imagine this is what it feels like, <laughs> like send your kid off to school or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, man, we did so much to get up to this point. You know what I mean? And now like, I got to send you out into the world. You know what I mean? To be subject to, judgment all of these other things you know what i mean but in the end it was it was exciting it was exciting there's a small part of you that's sad because that process of working like a, a madman it's over you know what i mean and you got to find out like because sometimes you know when the project comes out you still got that that motor is still on you know what i mean it's still on so you got to figure out what you're going to do next and what you're going to channel that energy into that's the tougher part to me um Versus actually putting the music out. I'm excited to put the music out. I want people to hear it, you know? Yeah. I think it, it just becomes hard to like, because then you're back to like, all right, what am I working on next? And you're like no. right into to next mode. You're like, and I think that's like the challenge of artists in a way is because you're always self-critical and you're always wanting to improve. By the time that project comes out and by the time people receive it, you're already thinking about the next thing that you're working on. And so you're like months ahead in your own development than when the project comes out. So it's almost like the feedback is like, that's awesome. I'm glad you feel that way. But I'm like two months ahead of you already. I already been giving myself feedback throughout this whole process. And that's the, that's, that's, that's a good thing in my opinion, because it's like when you guys get this, boom, I'm at another level. You know what I'm saying? I've leveled up and you guys don't even, you guys don't know it yet. You know what I'm saying? This this music, it 
the music that I put out, it's going to serve as what I want to. And what I mean by that is I'll be in whatever place that I allow you guys to put me in by, by this, by this, this that I dropped, but there's always a plan, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, if I drop this, something's going to be coming soon after, you know what I mean? And that, that might dispel this theory. It might create a new one, but this is, this is we're in the we're in the age of media and hip hop. Everything is subject to to you know what I mean, critiquing scrutiny, whether it's positive or negative. You know what I mean. And I I grew up in this in this time frame of it, watching it start and get to the height of it, which it is now. So it's like it doesn't bother me. I've been a part of the crowd of the people that are scrutinizing albums that are coming out. So by the time I put that out, I've already thought of everything that anybody could have said and everything of that nature. So I'm comfortable with the idea that. And the biggest thing is realizing it's okay to just kick it sometimes and live. If I put a whole time, a year into a project, I still might write songs, but I'm kicking it, man. I might be at the house playing 2K, you know what I'm saying? Doing anything, you know, kicking it with my nephews, but I'm never, I'm never too hell bent on feeling like I have to create, you know what I'm saying? Like I got to right now. Well, I think to be honest, part of the fun of hip hop is to like, actually go in and think about the bars and have discussions about this project and like pick it apart and go that bar was better than this bar or whatever it is and like i think that's hip-hop that's like its essence that's like yeah you know you're hanging out with your friends and you're like who won the who had the best verse who won the track like that is hip-hop culture to a t yeah and went from the neighborhoods to the blogs straight to Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's it. Nothing different is happening now. The same thing that people are saying about people's albums and critiquing them today, they were doing the same, correct me if I'm wrong. They was doing the same thing in the neighborhood before. The only difference was there was no social media platform for everybody to be able to see your opinions. That's it. Yeah. But I think it's good for the culture for those discussions. It's like the, it is. it's healthy. Those, it's like the barbershop conversations where you're like, you know, just, everyone's just chatting about what it is to make it like a good track. And then someone's like, nah, it sucks. And you're like, what the hell are you talking about? It sucks. And and you get into an argument, but I think like hearing all these opinions on songs only makes you a better listener. It only teaches you more because you start hearing different perspectives and you might not agree with other perspectives, but it gives you a lens into like why someone may not love a song that you absolutely love or, and vice versa. No, nah, for sure. For sure. It's, it's, it's always, it's, it's, it's always needed, but that's again, that's one of those things to where it's like, it's not for everybody. You know what I mean? Everybody's not going to view it that way. You know, it's like, there's, there's things that are, that are, that are needed that help the, you know what I mean? That aren't talked about enough that kind of help the hip hop ecosystem keep flowing. That's one of those things. Battle rap is another one of those things, you know what I mean? That it, it naturally, it just, we need it, you know what I'm saying? To, to, to help the, the hip hop community keep its, keep its true essence, you know? Yeah. Why do you think it's not talked about? Like, you're right. Battle rap definitely isn't the, the conversations probably aren't as much. It seems like it's evolved a little bit, perhaps because it's all about short feedback these days as opposed to like hey let me tell you really how i feel and and give you context and give you like actual access it's like i don't know it feels like here's a 20 word feedback and that to me is not the same thing as hey let's actually talk about it but see you also gotta think though like everything it's not like Battle rap is not like it's not they're not guilty or responsible for, you know what I mean? Like that. That's where the age of the air is where we are now. You know what I'm saying? Like you are. How do I how do I put this? You got artists that are, you know what I mean? That that make short form stuff or whatever it is. And the feedback is limited or whatever, because everything is kind of short form content. I think I think. um they're just doing the same thing. You got a lot of battle rappers that'll clip the most exciting part of their battle to, to draw people in. That's no different than, you know what I'm saying, just making a promo out of the hook of your song or whatever. But I think battle rap, uh, again, probably isn't talked about um, 
on the bigger level in which it is that it needs to. All the hip hop heads that know and all of the people that are really in tune, they know what's up. You know what I mean? Always know who the best battle rappers are, you know, every everywhere to find them. You know what I'm saying? All of that. But there's always so much in your face now. You know what I'm saying? There's always so there's there's 10 other things to talk about at all times, including the songs that are dropping, who's battling or whatever. So whether you're an artist or a battle rapper, if you're not, if you're not a almost kind of like a super sensation, you're never going to be talked about all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, it's it's interesting to hear people's perspective on the state of hip-hop right now. Like, I feel like there are a few schools of thought in terms of, like, it's in a good place, it's in a bad place, we're focusing on the wrong things, but that's a natural evolution. Like, there seems to be a lot of discussion about just where hip-hop is headed as a genre overall. Um, you know, there's a lot of the new sound. There's there's a lot of new sounds I fuck with. There's a lot of new sounds I don't. You know what I mean? Like obviously, there's there's no incentive. You know what I mean? Like in and like going in on that because like I'm merely just making any example in the aspect of like um it being subjective of where you think it is, right? You know, like I do. I think hip hop has been in better places. Yes, definitely do. Um, but I don't. I don't think it's in the worst place either. You know what I'm saying? Like you still do have your people that you can consistently go to, you know what I mean? To make sure that you get the best of the best. But at the same time, like I do feel like I, I do feel some of the shit that the, the like to an extent that with some of the old heads be talking about, just like uh, just in this specific aspect of it felt like you could, you could, you could find a lot of, you know what I mean? dope hip-hop just right over here but it was just the way that things were set up so now you know you just got so many people experimenting with so many different things and trying so many different genres and bending genres you know what i mean it's like kind of like what is what do we deem hip-hop now what do we deem not you know what i'm saying so it it's it's definitely subjective you know the consumer in me though definitely feels like you know we've had we've had better you know like uh couple year gaps of hip-hop and stuff like that than we have now but i don't think hip-hop's in the worst place i don't think we're in trouble or anything like that yeah i think i know in a weird way it all comes down to like are there classic albums being released like Um, are there albums that'll go down in time as like oh this was like a true truly a masterpiece like is like there's a couple that i could think of like of like the last at least from like the last few years like they weren't last year or anything of that nature but this era of hip-hop definitely has a few classics i feel like the one that goes without a doubt is to pimp a butterfly by kendrick lamar that's definitely a classic of you know what i'm saying like the 2010s and beyond that's definitely one of those ones that i feel like will always be talked about one that is another classic um but the artist that created it is obviously he's not like he's in in the in the celebrity world he's not held up to Kendrick Lamar's stature but he still makes amazing music. Uh, Saba, care for me, care for me is a is a classic. That's something that is going to go down as a classic in my opinion. So we do have like people that are producing that work. We're not getting. I don't feel like we're getting classics every single year or anything of that nature. But classics are still being put out and classics are still being made. I think there's people probably working on classics right now. Well, I hope so. And hopefully you get one as well. I hope so. I hope so, bro. But I think it goes just back down to what we started the conversation with, which is you never know it's a classic until it comes out. Like you can't yeah. you can't be like, I'm going to make a classic now. Like you can't do that because it's not how it works. Nah, and you don't, you know what I'm saying? Like the work that you put in is the work that you put in, but you don't necessarily make it a classic the people do. You know what I mean? Like we can't we could drop something whenever we want to and be like, oh, this is gonna be a classic or this is gonna be that. You know what I'm saying? And you feel that way, you're supposed to because you're an artist. But then again, like the people solidify something as being a classic or not. Yeah. Yeah. And the people are fickle. The people like they'll tell you exactly what they think. There's no pulling punches. Oh yeah. Love it. Got to be here for it. You know what I'm saying? 
as long as you know as an artist you know you can't live and die by by opinions you know what i'm saying you gotta you 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 obviously gotta you gotta read into a little bit a bit of it and see uh what you can improve on like yourself but yeah you can't read too much into it because just like we've been talking about the scrutiny is always going to be there as part of it well let me ask you because you clearly have head on your shoulders you seem very like thoughtful about what you're doing to have considered all of these things where do you think that comes from have you been talking about this for a long time or do you think that comes from observing like what do you think that is all the above bro so um i mean i'm the i'm the i'm the i'm the youngest you know what i'm saying so uh i've gotten to see i've gotten to see a lot i've gotten to live a lot of life you know what i mean and i didn't always have to be the one to do it you know so um you get to see a lot you kind of get a, a different uh perspective of everything and then uh moreover to like the hip-hop side i feel like it was like always kind of like years in the making, you know what I mean? I would do nothing but sit on the couch for hours on end and listen to music, watch interviews and stuff like that. So it was just like coming into it, I kind of already had this, this sense of this sense of self, you know what I mean? Like I knew a lot of the do's and don'ts, you know what I mean? Because you get to see people make mistakes right before your eyes, whether they're people that are bigger figures that you look up to or whether there's just, you know what I'm saying? Like you're, your siblings or other family members that you know what I'm saying come in and out of the house. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting hearing your experience as the youngest sibling. I'm the oldest of of three brothers. Um, so it's like it's like in a weird way you lead the way, but I think, yeah, from the opposite lens, it's cool to be able to see what other people are doing and their experiences, and then you be able to learn from the things that happen in their lives. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, facts. Because, like, I mean, just the way that, you know, like, my dad is kind of always, like, broke it down and everything. It's just like, uh, if you're doing everything that you're, if, if you're doing right, you know what I'm saying, the people that, that are under you, you know what I'm saying, to any extent, whether they're your kids or whether they're your siblings or whatever, they're, they're always going to, the so the oldest is going to have this way that they do, yada, 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 yada. The middle one, he's going to he's going to take that a step further. He's going to correct that more. You know what I'm saying? And then that just the improvement should keep should keep going as the generations go down. You know what I'm saying? Is 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 the way that it's supposed to be in my in my eyes? Yeah, and it also allows you to leave a legacy that you can look back on proudly, as well. Facts, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I need you to give me two seconds. I have to pee so bad. Bro. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We'll be right back. All right, I'm back, man. Sorry. All good, man. It happens. But uh, but yeah, we're talking about legacy. Like it allows you to to leave a legacy behind, and and something that I've been thinking about recently is just like, you know, what what will your family, friends, people close to you say about you when you're no longer around? Uh <laughs> I feel like if you ask. Yeah, I, I, that's definitely something interesting to think about for sure. Like me personally, I think, I think if you ask ten different people in my family, you get ten different answers. You know, and that's that's good to me. That's good. That means I was like the Dosekis dude, man. I was like the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> yeah, oh, I think it's an impossible question to answer because it's never really done. It all it all depends, I guess, on when it happens in a weird way of like. You know, I think about where I'm at now and I'm like, I wonder if the thought would be like, oh, he began the path of like where he could have gone and it's like, that's upsetting. Or maybe in the future, it's like he had a vision. This is what he did and this is what he did for the people around him. And like, these are all things that I wonder about, like where you will leave the world behind. Like, what will you, what will you leave it? Will you leave it in a better place than you started or will you take it? take more than you give and i think that's something important to think about damn i feel like that's a really stressful mindset to kind of like to take on bro like i i get it i definitely definitely do bro but like this is this is pretty much like the the key thing like all right i feel like if when you're in the place of where life is really about to wrap up you're in the end stages or whatever if you're thinking about everything if you can say you're happy with the way things played out and you were happy with your life 
up to that point, regardless of, you know what I'm saying, when it happened, if you were, were happy with what your life was up until that point, then it was successful. It doesn't matter what anybody else deems it as. Everybody can have this this fixed idea of what they wanted things to be for us or where they thought it would go, you know what I'm saying? But whole time, you know what I mean, in some strange way, I feel like everything that happens is supposed to happen. Like some of the people that that are that are here, they're not supposed to be here for, you know what I mean, like extreme, extreme amounts of time. Some people are, you know, so it just all depends on were you were you happy with your life when things ended, you know? And that's enough for me. If I could say I'm happy with my life when it's all over, you know, then fuck it. You know, oh, that's that's good enough. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more just like a check-in of like, all right, let's try and objectively look where you're at. Of like, you know, sometimes you can get lost in the feeling of the moment and sometimes you can just be like, and then you look back and you're like, what am I actually working towards? What am I actually trying to achieve? And it's more just like of a way to be like, all right, take a step back, try to look at what your life is right now and where you actually want to go with a different lens. That's the mindset of it is, is just trying to take out the the obsession. We can all get obsessed. And yeah. it's just like making sure, is that obsession driving me the right way? Or is it creating things that I'm not sure I necessarily want? No, I can see that for sure. I can see that. That's that's definitely another healthy way to look at it too, I'd say. Yeah. I'm not like paranoid about it. <laughs> like it doesn't keep me up at night to be like, oh my God. Like, the- Am I changing the world? Did I change yeah. the world today before <laughs> I went to bed? Like, I'm like, that's stressful, bro. Yeah. No, because that is too much, obviously. But I think it's just more like being good to the people around you. Like that's it, creating love and creating happiness around you. I think that is an important thing to to think about. And obviously you can't make everybody happy, but like you, you like to look that you've influenced more lives positively than negatively. Right, 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 right. I agree with that. I agree with that. I definitely do hope that that's the case when it's all said and done. But, you know, in the end, what did Thug say? Fuck it, we ball, man. well man i think considering you make music it is a great fucking start of like being able to influence people around you and i think that is it's it's weird because it's like selfish but selfless at the same time because you're always trying to please people who you'll never know yeah 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 but and then in the same coin like you might (laughs) You please people that you might not have even intended to or, you know what I'm saying, didn't know, you know. So it's like it's the, the two-sided coin thing again, you know what I mean? Like, um, but thank you. I mean, I definitely I definitely will say that. But if I could just have, you know, man, just a handful of people that I feel like uh, could do for me what um, some of the artists that I feel like I discovered at important times did for me with their music, then that's that's successful enough, bro. You know, like wherever it goes is where it goes. Obviously I'm going to keep working hard, but where it goes is where it goes. Yeah. That is a very healthy mindset of like, just enjoy the journey. Took me a while to get there. Took me a while. I say I probably did with what I just gave you. I probably been there. You know what I'm saying? I say about a year, you know, like I, I, (laughs) I went through different, a lot of different phases of self-discovery, bro. As an, as an, as an artist, yeah, but I think that's the cool part about being an artist and being creative yeah. is like that is actually the self-discovery. It's like by doing art and just like letting your emotions fly, doing what you feel. Like I, I've always thought that people should, well, I haven't always, but I've recently been thinking that everyone should have a creative outlet because it helps you discover things about yourself. Yeah, facts, facts, bro. Everybody has to have. Everybody has to have something for sure. Even if it's even if it's not creative, everybody has to have some form of an outlet. You know what I mean? Like it it is important because whatever it is that you're trying to express, you expressing it, it it might not it might not take creativity, you know what I mean, per se, to be able to get your to get your idea to get this emotion off or get this idea off or whatever it is that you have, you know, but it is important for everybody to have 
their way to express themselves. Like I, I feel like genuinely, when you have a way uh, or some form to do that, you're 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 a happier person naturally. Agreed. Man, I only have one more question for you before we we wrap up. It's probably the easy. toughest question. Actually, I feel like for you it might be an easy question, but if you had to recommend one album that everybody should listen to at least once to get an appreciation of cannot be your own music can be any genre of music what would it be to paper butterfly <laughs> easy easy beautiful album what did that mean for you that project um that project it ooh how can i how can i put this um so just from like a descriptor aspect of it Anybody that grew up, uh, you know, like big fan of any of the the 70s or 80s, you know what I mean? Like funk or R&B stuff. Like it really just felt like me and the homie talk about it all the time. That album felt like if if James Brown were to make a, a hip hop album or something like that, that's what that would have felt like. It, it just it 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 brought in so many different parts of of music that we've loved throughout time. So many different people. Um he brought women in on it, right? And uh, the woman he brought brought in that was rapping specifically, she had one of the best hip-hop verses I heard in the last few years, you know what I mean? So everything about that album is amazing. He blended so many different sounds, and it's just, it's like, it's, it's no other words to use outside of amazing from, like, front to back. There you go. If you're not sold, uh, you know, hard to not be sold by a Kendrick project, but if you're not sold, then... Definitely need to check it out and obviously need to check out J-WAP. Uh, made some amazing music, as we said. Three projects already. You got the single First Date. Uh, you got the single Outside as well. You're working on more music. And I know it says on your bio you're a half-ass rapper, but I'm not so sure that's uh, that's so true, but maybe the wholesome part's <laughs> correct. I'll let you say the wholesome part, but, yeah, man, absolute <laughs> pleasure. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you having me, man. Thanks for listening to the show. Please like and subscribe and follow me on Instagram at the underscore hip hop hustle for upcoming podcast news. Also, don't forget to check out my Patreon under hip hop hustle for exclusive content and to help support the show. Bye for now.